What's up, everybody? Football is back. Burr, 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 burr. Uh, we're coming in hot off of a fucking terrible fucking week. Horrible. Uh, yeah, the worst. This is a support group for people that lost, so five of us. You just got to keep in mind it's only fucking week one. It's only week one. So, um, yeah, I got my fucking ass beat. I'm getting my ass beat still, actually. We're watching the game right now. It's uh, third quarter of the Houston Saints game. Houston versus Saints game. I'm in contention for lowest points scored for the week. <laughs> Actually, that's good. That was between me and Nick. Now it's between me and Nick. Oh, gee, Willikers. How many points do you have? I think like 88. Um, uh, I have 88.8. I have 76.1. But you still have players in. Nick has 54. Oh, I feel good. Yikes. Yeah, there's no way. You, I mean, he's got two players in the late game, though. So he's got Josh Jacobs and uh, R. Freeman. Royce? Oh, Which fuck, yeah. Royce. 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 Get it, Royce. Buddy, fucking dicks. Oh, my bad. Um, I just breathed into the mic like a dick. Uh, yeah, Anyways. so, um, boom, boom, boom. We so, rough fucking... week for people that we thought were going to be at the top. Yeah. Rough week, except for Chris Bragg. He had a great week. Four of the top five got uh, whooped, and then obviously Nick lost because he has the least amount of points. That only makes sense. Process of elimination, dummies. Yeah, so. So, yeah, rough. You know, we're going to overreact a little bit. And, you know, when we get into the show Thursday, we're going to more discuss. But uh, well, we're going to throw out some week one overreaction rankings. And the plot twist, it's going to be either Jimmy or Robert Snyder in the number one spot. It's Chris Bragg. I I don't know, man. I don't know. We're going to find out. Chris Bragg only scored 133. These other dudes are 30 points ahead of him. So. I liked Chris Bragg's team, though. They, they, they didn't explode but they had a lot of good games all over the place and so. they hold sustain sustainability as well yeah like raymar scored 149.7 his team's gonna crumble i mean obviously i'm talking shit because he beat me but i uh i don't know i don't know it's good for me that raymar won because that takes the heat off of people thinking that i i did him dirty in that deandre hopkins trade which i didn't you didn't i i overreacted when i <laughs> when i was angry at Wait. the trade it's Especially easy to say when that Marlon Mack went off for exactly. like twenty five points. Didi had a Didi had uh, R.I.P. Nick Foles collarbone, but he had that touchdown. If I'm not mistaken, when Nick Foles got you know smeared the queered in the oh, back I don't know. There. I'm I didn't even sure. see that. I'm pretty sure that's when he went out because Cashew didn't. I don't think Cashew hit him. Yeah, well, Cashew had a great game. Let's throw that out there real quick for yeah. the sixth round rookie. What's yeah, his, what's his first name? Min Minshew. This is his last name. His first name is something. Gardner or something. Like that? Gardner Minshew, also known as Cashew in my household. Yesterday, yeah, it was definitely Cashew. Which we're gonna ride with that. Yep. Way easier. So yeah, that's a motherfucker. We're not gonna go too far into the matchups because they're not all the way over yet. But I mean, most things are decided. We're just kind of shaking out who's gonna score the most, who's gonna score the least. We will absolutely, certainly have a new highest ever score in different point format, of course, but. Um, Snyder's so, yeah. gonna be around 160. Jimmy's locked in at 59.5. What is Snyder's current score? He might be already to 160. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. Let me take a look real quick. I you didn't put going. him out to too much, but nonetheless, we're all we're each gonna go into. Um, uh, Snyder's at 158.7 with yeah. Watson still playing. Yeah. So he's at 159.5. I think Jimmy's locked. Done. Right, yeah. And well, so yeah, we're gonna go into um, some some who was who was good, who was fucking shitty. That was my team. Yeah. And then we're going to kind of give a little uh, breakdown of the injuries and whatnot of our opinions. Of course, our opinion, which we are not fucking fantasy analysis, especially me. I'm awful. But back to episode one, 
I'm just going to say it. Giovanni Bernard's looking pretty fucking good. He signed a new contract. He got him a little, I think, pretty sure he got him a little touchdown. touchdown. No, he didn't. Well, he got him some points. Let's he, say that. He had he less looked, than 10. He looked good. In the PPR. Trust for me, a, I know. For a backup running back who's the starter now, because I'm pretty sure Mixon's going to be out for a little bit. Okay, um, but one thing I need to say is, like, seven. if you lost this week, don't panic too much. It's the first week. I'm it's the first week. I'm trading my whole team. You know what? I, I got lots of players. I love first-round picks. Anyone that wants to send them my way. Uh, yeah. Um, who's, whoever's got Minshew, I need, I need to go cash you <laughs> on my team. That being said, everyone on my team is for trade. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to start off with um, the good players of the week. Obviously, we'd like to be the positive here. Yeah. So, let's start off with the, uh, the good running backs. Oh, I got those. So, of course, I was super happy. I mean, not happy because, you know, I score 88 points and Christian McCaffrey scores 37.9 of them. <laughs> so, of course, he's the number one running back for the week. And I'm so sorry, Melvin Gordon. You are never getting paid out with the Chargers because Eckler has 36.4, killing it. He's going to come back and just muddy everything up, I think. Dude, I don't think he comes back. I think he gets traded for peanuts. I think he's going to do that thing. Well, that's possible. But he's going to do that thing what LaBelle should have done last year and come back in that week six to eight range and just, to get his Just year to run to his contract out. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. And then how about Derrick Henry, guys? 28.4. I mean, I know he had that one long run, catch and run, but still. Was that a catch or was that a screen? It was a screen, but it counted as a catch, so okay, he got okay. points for it as well. Like, he was like dead stopped and then fucking gone. Yep. So I believe those were the top three scoring running backs. And then also guys that had great games, Dalvin Cook. Love Corey Dalvin said Cook. it. Corey said Love it Dalvin. all along. He was great. He looked so fast, but I'd like to point out, his backup looked awesome too. I don't sure. know who that cat was. Looked but he like looked him. awesome. He looked very similar to Dalvin yeah. Cook. If you didn't check the number, you'd be like, "Shit, Dalvin Cook got another run." Yeah, uh, we did that a couple times actually. Yeah, and then, absolutely. And then Raymar, good job on the Marlon Mack thing, man. Had a great game again. One, it was. I mean, it was one large chunk play. Yeah. Not to take away from him. And uh, I kept him for a fucking reason. Yeah. You guys are hating. I mean, I, that. I just don't see the Colts being able to sustain that offense. Like, absolutely yeah, not. I feel like that was all. Like all the motion built up from Andrew Luck retiring, and I feel like the offense is going, the offense is going to wear down with Jacoby Brissett as quarterback. He he didn't look fantastic yesterday, in, in my limited visions of him. Well, and I'll tell you, you David were, Johnson did though. I mean, yeah, he played on the shit offense for three quarters, but he was carrying the offense the whole first three quarters of the game, and he ended up having a decent game. I'm excited to see that offense when they open up a little more. Like, the quarterback had to be nervous. The what, coach had to be did, nervous. Did you hear what Kyler Murray said? He said that after halftime, he was talking about calling up the Oakland A's and quitting football forever. Uh, <laughs> should have done that anyway, you dumb motherfucker. And then he didn't score super high, but Todd Gurley looked really good. Looked he, he better didn't, than what was expected. He got vultured twice. That can happen to anybody any week. Other than that, he had a pretty good game. I think he had, what, 11 points, somewhere around there? 100 yards or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, he was right there. He had a great game. And, you know, so th those are those are my top running backs for the week. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. On the opposite side of this, let's go with the bad running backs. Oh, they suck. And unfortunately for, for me, two of those are on my team. That is Joe Mixon with his measly 2.7 points, <laughs> and he's questionable going into week two. <laughs> And Sony Michelle's 1.4. On a killer fucking offense, too, at that. James White balling. Big old thick 
da- uh, Danny Woodhead out there. I mean, Rex Burkhead. He out there doing fucking work. I love me some Rex Burkhead. And uh, Michelle. You, yeah. you, have, you have a girl's last name, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, here's a few more we got. We got Aaron Jones with 4.4 points. I mean, definitely expect more than that. Yeah. Devontae Freeman with 2.6. He's like the dud of the century. I expect that, though. Ugh, I didn't. You expect more than 2.6. Like, he was I agree, but, but I don't expect him to be a an you know an upper ranked back i don't he's not a tier one back for me some people thought that away man i don't that offense was I mean, so horrible smart yesterday people, but some people thought the offensive line is maybe the worst in the league all right i'll just Anyways. go through these quick we have james connor he has 8.5 points and i know that seems like a lot but if you have james connor you expect a lot more than 8.5 points welcome yeah. to the committee in, okay in Pittsburgh. here's there's no committee. It was just a bad game all around for Steelers. Here's Sorry, one guys. that's going to hurt Dilworth a little bit. Carry on Johnson. Again. 7.2 points. Not terrible. It just it didn't shake out for him in this game. Just like we said at the beginning, I'm not going to panic. I'm going to keep him in there because he's always ready to explode. He, he caught a couple passes. He usually catches more passes. So, you know, I expect him to score more, but I agree he should be on the ship list this week. Well, that's the thing. Like, we're going to go through – I'm going to go through these bad running backs and talk about who we should panic and who's just – you know, it's the first week. They don't play the preseason anymore, so this is their first live reps. That's yeah. a huge point right there. Okay, and here are three that had bad games. I don't even have their score total because I feel they shouldn't have been started by the teams that started them. Okay, David Montgomery. I don't think he should have been started. That was a Dilworth start. A lot of draft capital there. It's a hard decision. Here's the thing with David Montgomery. That's all on the Bears for him. If they knew how to rotate their backs, he was clearly the best back, but they wouldn't get him the ball. There's not a lot you can do about that. We watched that game. That was Thursday. See, I feel like that's a start. You should have waited and seen how the first week played out. Well, it was either that or Duke Johnson. (laughs) Jordan Howard was another start that I don't think should have happened. My running back core is – depleted mm-hmm. so i was in trouble i, I traded away my my second back to get deandre hopkins so my running back situation was poor i'm coming better because i'll have um potentially the fucking starter on the redskins this week which uh, might be fun <laughs> also tevin coleman i don't think any of it he got hurt too so that yeah. hurts him obviously <laughs> obviously but i never would i wouldn't have sniffed him in a draft nope. ever never yeah it's just scary having one of the San Francisco running backs. Mm-hmm. For sure. Coming from a guy who's heavily invested in the San Francisco offense as I am, which didn't do me too well, good yesterday. Well, I mean, I do have one on my bench, but I feel like Brita, where I grabbed him, was the best value of the three anyways. I think he's the best running back of the three. I agree. He had I the like best Brita. performance yesterday, right? I think uh, he did well. I'm so like just distraught after this week. I didn't check my bench. Oh, Listen, San Francisco sucked. didn't need anything from their offense. Their defense scored what twelve points on their own. So did they, did they just call back that pick right there from Watson? Because he definitely just threw a pick. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, I think they just called it back. Okay, so Anyways. we just went over the bad running backs. Who should we worry about? Well, you just named him right there. I think Montgomery well, scares me to death. He doesn't scare me. I I, I think he'll come. It, he might be a guy that, because he's mine, obviously, that may need to sit for you know two weeks. Maybe I play him, maybe not. We'll see. But I think he's going to end up being the lead back. He's going to be the, the feature, and he's going to look good doing it. If they're smart, but they're not smart. That's true. They are and the Bears. So, 
Someone brought up yesterday that uh, they might give old Cohen. He might work himself into some dual eligibility because he lined up every play in the, in the yeah. slot or as a wide receiver at least. Well, I think he had zero rushing yards and somehow had like 12 points. Yeah. I could see this being a Ty Montgomery situation where he will like flip-flop and end up being a wide receiver where Montgomery switched from wide receiver to halfback that year. Do you guys yep. remember that? Yeah. I had him. I had him when he had dual eligibility, and I played him in my flex on a Thursday night, and I'm pretty sure I won that. Oh, and look, there was um, Deshaun Watson with the Anyways. TD. Sorry, I, I'm very much into this right now. Yeah, Here is someone that I am worried about, and I just think it's because they're always going to be behind because their defense is not that good. I'm, I'm going to say their defense is not good. I don't like their coach, and I'm kind of worried about on Johnson. See, that's why I like on Johnson, because I think they're always going to be needing to throw at the end of games, which makes his value go up, especially with the half-point PPR now. But Stafford always looks downfield. And that's okay. He always but, forgets that Megatron retired and fucking And it, again, if you watch that game, on Johnson didn't do a lot until the later part of that game anyways. I'm so, gonna, I mean. It makes me so sad. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I'm nervous about a lot of those guys. It's nothing, nothing exciting. But it's week one. Like you said, take it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's jump into the uh, hot ticket wide receivers of the week. That sticks with Corey, yeah. All right, so I have a decent list. Like I said, I got a couple questions coming off of this, too, for you guys. I have 10 players. And majority of them were either on the bench, which is seven of them. <laughs> All right, let's just, I'm just going to give a quick points total, and we'll break them down at the end. Sammy Watkins, 42.3 on my bench. Highest score in fantasy on the week. And I think Watkins. he's only pointing up with my, my sad guy, Tyreek Hill, going down. He's pointing way, way up. Do you think he's the number one receiver for that team going forward? or it's Without a, a doubt. Fluky game. I think he was the number one receiver before Hill went down in that game. But he's if, Sammy Watkins. If Sammy Watkins is healthy, do you guys remember how good he was? Do you know how good yeah. you see him smoke Jalen Ramsey? Yeah, like I watched it again, like on repeat. It's awesome. They said he was a generational talent at wide receiver. Yeah. Number six overall pick. Yeah, number four, I believe. I thought it was six. Number. Either way, he was a top high, ten sure. pick. Yeah. In his draft. All right, Mister Number One on the waiver priority over here, John Ross. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm I'm feeling John Ross. I liked it. Seven okay. catches. That makes me feel good about 31. it. Thirty-one points. And they'll always be down in games. And their offense is actually pretty good under the new coach. It looked good yesterday. And they're finally find, they're figuring out that they have this dude. I mean, they, it took them kind of a while to – different coach. But it took them a while to find a Boyd. And, Boy, I mean, he's taking Boyd's spot. Maybe he's the – well, number one right now, number two in general when Green comes back. We have see, Holly. Sorry, Dorth, go uh, ahead. Yeah, no, see, that's the only thing that worries me only a little bit about John Ross is A.J. Green will come back at some point. We we know that will only last like two or three weeks. So. Or he could just – it might be his time. You know, I don't – he might be on the downhill slope. I think the so. The back nine of life, like Chad Marsh. <laughs> All right, we have Hollywood with 28.7 on four catches. Four catches, yeah. That that scares me. That scares me too. Four that catches in too. a blowout. They were crushing. But, but and against a high school defense in Miami. Two, those two early touchdowns in the first half, I believe, they were still during a game, a com- potentially competitive game. So – I stand I by know. what I said. If he can take the top off consistently, you know, boy can stand there and just fucking flip his wrist and go. He's a hell of a fucking thrower for a running back. <laughs> the, the, he was right. He's what he said after the thing. The, the, this is the only advice I can give is scoop up as many players that are playing against Miami every week and start them all. 
Every single one of them, you'll be fine. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I well. have uh, <laughs> the Cowboys defense. It's he, They got a Miami game within the next couple weeks. So I'm, even though they got negative one this week, I think the Giants had like 500 fucking yards or something yesterday. It was insane. Yeah, the Giants didn't look awful. How about that? Their they defense actually looked pretty bad. good. Their defense is bad. They have a good offense. Yeah, Ingram had a hell of a game. We'll get into that later, but he's the only. Yeah, anyway, sorry. All right, we have DJ Chark with 22.6 points. That was interesting, too, because even after Foles went down, he was still having a good game. Caught a few more deep passes. Looked good. All right, we have Danny Amendola with 19.9. Fluke. Fluke. Randall Cobb, not as high as the others, but 14.9. And looked like a man out there. He was running all over. He looked great in that. His numbers don't show how good he looked in that game, in my opinion. As much as I hate the Cowboys, like I'm kind of cheering for that offense. That offense could be potentially a lot of fucking fun. You know. All right, we have T.Y. Hilton with 24.7. Surprised me a little bit. He a won't. little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. Kind of like you said, they won't keep that up, though. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald, the surprise of the night for me, 21.3 points. Hey, I was high on Larry during the draft, if anyone here remembers, because – who else are they going to throw the ball to? Christian Kirk? Ooh. Who they did. He had a TD yesterday. Yeah, but Larry's – as long as Larry is still alive and on the field, he's going to be getting all those catches it's, all year, and always, they'll always be down. It's always a good telltale sign when you are tight game, you need a two-point conversion. Like the receiver they're looking for, that's a good way to find who they fucking love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Kyler Murray trusts the fuck out of old Grandpa Larry Fitzgerald. Well, he's kind of like Jason Witten. He's – Always going to be open. Jason he might Witten. not get a bunch of yards, the but he's always going to be open. Dude, Jason Witten had a good game yesterday. He had a, yeah, he had he had a, a touchdown. He was, he was playing against me. <laughs> so I don't want to talk about it. All right. Another Cowboys receiver, Michael Gallup with 19.3. Mm. He's going to be the reason that uh, him and Cobb now both are the reason they won't sign Amari Cooper, which is good for Dak because that's more money in his pocket, in my opinion. Well, that's I think they only signed one of those people. It's either going to be Dak or Cooper, but yeah. no way it's both. There's there's, there's no way exactly there's enough right. money left. And Cooper's, Cooper's not getting it. It's going to be Dak. After, I, the way yesterday know. looked, I, I don't know. I mean, Dak did have, I guess, a perfect passer rating, which has only been done like, 30 times or something in the history of the NFL. So we'll they'll they'll lose yeah. one of the I, I still stand strong. The the Giants will probably beat them the second time they play. Later I don't on, believe later that. Later on into the season, who knows what goes on. Well, but the defense for the Cowboys is only going to get better. They got a lot of players that are out right now. I mean, sure Sean Lee will probably go down <laughs> again, Sean but Lee's pending out. Yeah, but you you don't need three linebackers anyways. So, I think that defense gets better. They win against the Giants again. All right. I have two more on our list. We have Jamison Crowder with 17.3. Whoop. And yeah. Deshaun Jackson with 31.4. So whoever has them, bench them for the next four weeks because you got your good game out <laughs> yeah. of them. That's the same question with Deshaun Jackson. Is he their number one or is it kind of an outlier? We can uh, just call it an outlier. I don't know so much an outlier. I think he's always going to be good for one long touchdown almost yeah. every game. Although, I think Jackson had like 10 catches or something, eight or 10 catches. He was kind of a security blanket in that Eagles game. So that whole offense is going to be the player of the week that's, that does the best for fantasy is going to be whoever had the best matchup that, that week. It's going to be a different player every week. They have so many yeah. weapons. It's going to be weak corner, weak linebacker, weak safety. Who might, are we attacking it'll today? It'll be Dallas Gardner in week four. Like You don't Could fucking be. know. And of this list, I had ten. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six of them. 
are on the waivers right now in free agency. I think at least two of them get picked up come Tuesday, so. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe three. I have the third waiver claim, and and I guarantee one of those high guys are going to be on my team. I mean, if it make it to me, it'll be. So it'll be on someone's team, is what I'm saying. I got one, the number one priority, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to use it on one of them, so. Let's talk about it. You have the number one. Mm-hmm. I do. I I think I'm going to go after John Ross. I know a lot of people would be like, why don't you go after Hollywood Brown? He's younger. Hollywood Brown had four catches. I Sure, he had the two touchdowns, had a lot of yards. Again, four catches. John Ross had a lot of yards. I think one or two touchdowns, I'm not real sure. But he did it on seven catches. The amount of catches I feel is way more important than the yardage or the touchdowns on the day because if you're getting catches, that means you're getting targets. If you're getting targets, you're getting points. If you catch four, those could be you know outliers, like you're saying, long touchdowns, which in Brown's case they were. I did like Chark, though, so that's something to think about as well. But I'm a little worried because, sure, they've got that cashew cat down there, but they just traded for another quarterback, uh, Jacksonville did, in – Dobbs from the Steelers. So you don't really know what's going to happen with him. I, it worries me a little bit. So I think John Ross is going to be the play for me. It might be a little early to use that number one claim, especially on a wide receiver. Week but one wide receiver. Yeah. I, I'll tell you this. I have the second waiver order, and I'm not, I'm not taking anyone right now. I'd rather just ride my team out one more week and see my deficiencies and go from there. And maybe someone balls out, someone drops somebody that they shouldn't, and I can pick them up. Yeah, I mean, with I, I don't know. I had the third pick, and I feel like a lot of people are going to move below me. So I'll, I'll get on the flip side. I'll get back in the top five. I feel like top six even. Well, and a lot of people don't even fuck with it. Like people like Ray and Nick, and Chris Chenoweth, maybe even possibly. I don't think they are always scouring the waiver wire as much. And I think Raymar used the waiver claim like once last. He was in, he was sitting the number one for like a whole month at one point. Well, in regards to myself again, taking a wide receiver this week with Tyreek Hill going down. I don't need another wide receiver, but it'll be nice to have because Hill's going to be out for several weeks from what I've been reading. So I kind of need another receiver. And, you know, while a guy like John Ross is still out there in an offense that's going to be, you know, they're going to be behind. So they got to throw the ball. I think it, it might be a solid play for me. So, And I don't have someone that I'm really all the way excited to drop to pick up like Hollywood Brown, which would be who it fell to me if right. he shook it as that. And I had him on my team already. And I dropped him, and then I, you know, it, I don't know. It's risky. Someone will get him, and, and he'll be generational talent, and I'll be real sad about it. I'll trade him for a fucking. He's the next Antonio. Possibly, hopefully, they can both be Antonio at the same time. <laughs> so yeah, let's talk bad wide receivers. Um, I uh, right off the bat, every it seems like every year they're like super high on Devonte Adams every year, and I just he he just got a thousand yards in a season for the first time last season. I just I never see. But he always has good good numbers over the course. Yeah, good enough. He's going to have 10, 10 touchdowns or 1,000 yards. It's was, always one or the other. He was getting drafted as in the first round a lot. You know? Yeah, as yeah. the number one wide receiver in a lot of leagues. Like that's, I, I never see it. I don't, I don't want nothing to do with him. I, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers is always going to be good. He's always going to be slinging it. So he's his number one receiver. I can the Bears see that. Defense. He played the Bears defense. I mean, come on. That's fucking ridiculous. He had like 14 sacks. Well, that's the thing is you can't hold that against him. If he doesn't have a great game it's yep. against the Bears, it's kind of like, you know, if you were playing against the Jacksonville defense and you don't play great, okay, 
or the the Vikings. I don't okay. Know. Fucking oh, fucking Grandpa Sammy Watkins out there burning their best corner. Wow. I feel like um, Devontae Adams' best shot for a touchdown is a long touchdown because you get in the red zone. Jimmy Graham is going to be your first option. He's six seven. That's, Jimmy Graham for sure sniped John Allison's touchdown. Like that was for sure. To I John disagree. Allison, I think that was a jump ball to him. He just happened to be trailing in behind. It, it might have been the way the routes went, but it looked like he for sure just he was like cut in. He's like, this is my ball, which is good. I mean, good for him for making that heads yeah. up play. But John Allison sitting over there looking like poop. He's sitting in free agency now too. You had him right. Yep, drop him. Yeah, for the Beasel. Who had a good game as well. Oh, a decent game. Let's not call it good. Willie Sneed had a TD yesterday, too. I see Beasles and Sneed is kind of like the similar <laughs> players to me. So, um, man, that fucking 49ers Jack, uh, Tampa Bay game was supposed to be the shootout of the century. Oh, and, God. And Mike Evans did not benefit from that at all. That really uh, – Once again, another bad player on my team. I'd like to point out that's defense of the week right there. 28 points yeah. for San Francisco. It's, what is um, that? That's that's rough. That's They're not even that good, but two touchdowns will do that for you. Sherman had a pick six. I mean, they had two pick fun. sixes. Well, Sherman had one. You yeah, know, it's always good to see them older kind of dudes doing their thing. That's true. Um, Chris Godwin did have a touchdown though, so that's fun. That's always a good feeling. Um, and I I have oh. to bring up because tight ends like OJ Howard, same game. You know, a lot of people he was in like that maybe second or third tier of of tight ends and didn't do that great but i have to bring up i'm kind of skipping ahead a little bit but fucking kittle man I'm on my team fucking kittle could have had like two, fucking two touchdowns called back call back <laughs> he's in the end zone celebrating oh no holding yeah. so he still had like 10 points cool good awesome tight end production maybe not as well in ppr you want to get closer to that 12 15 range but two fucking touchdowns called back broke my heart not, not that it would matter i'm getting fucking hammered at one point i was losing by 100 points <laughs> so and then um in our league particularly, Vance McDonald was taken in the first round. And it's a product of the Steelers. They, you know, It's a bad game. They're going to come I'm, out in a year and realize that the Patriots had their fucking signals. It looked like that kind of shit, right? It looked like almost. whatever they were doing, it didn't fucking matter. And they, they, they're getting Antonio Brown, dude. It's yeah. the fucking New England Warriors up there, dude. It's crazy. It's not The bad. rich get richer, right? And, they did, and Demaris Thomas didn't even have to play yesterday. They made old fucking... Josh Gordon. But who was the other wide receiver? Moncrief? Yeah, he had a touchdown. Moncrief is for the Steelers. Yeah, who's the dude for um is it completely leaves me now? He it's was a tiny ball. man that played in he for was, the Colts. He was a Colts guy. Dorset. Dorset. Phil Dorset. Yeah. There you go. That fucking guy had a bomb that like it's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah. I uh I I like A B we, we missed a whole lot of news because we didn't have a podcast last week, but the biggest news of all of it, obviously A B. Is a piece of shit. We probably should have tackled that in, so we'll we'll break into that right now. We're everywhere, we're all over the place. What's your guys' opinion on A.B. on the Patriots starting next week? I don't think he does anything next week. And I think he's not going to latch on with the Patriots either. Because what what's his big complaint? That he doesn't get the ball, right? Well, guess what? If you play for the Patriots, you'll get the ball this week. But watch what happens next week when you don't see a target. Because Tom Brady, hate him or love him, I like him. He's going to throw it to the open guy. You're not open every play, Antonio Brown. Sorry, buddy. He might very well be. But the point is, he he's going to get pissy, and then he's going to get in Tom Brady's face, and Tom Brady is going to bitch slap him all the way back to the Raiders. If they got in a fight, Antonio Brown would not win. No, for sure. Okay. Um, I just want to make sure that's not where you were going with that. No, no. Antonio Brown will get his ass beat by Tom Brady. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, you heard me. 
Whoa, you are going that direction. Yeah. I disagree. Tom Brady is 6'4". Antonio Brown is 3'2". Antonio Brown has one distinguishing trait. I'm not going to say it. Is it the blonde mustache? <laughs> I'm not going to say it, but I, I'm just I'm, – I, I, yeah. That's is it because that. he has the extra muscle in his leg? That's, that's something. The that's, extra tendon. That's part yeah. of it. That's part of it. Makes him run faster I'm just and jump saying, higher. I don't think Antonio Brown could physically punch – him tom brady in the face he'd have to jump to do it have you seen the man jump <laughs> it's not that good he's usually on the ground i think <laughs> that he doesn't really lose value lose value coming off of where he was at on a, on the raiders because he's going to obviously lose targets no one's arguing that the mm-hmm. targets he's going to receive are so much higher quality than what he was going to get from Derek fucking poop car which actually i was kind of thinking we may have a comeback season it, he's probably right in the where he was i, I mean with the potential to be a happier individual because you're getting a free ride to a fucking Super Bowl ring. He's not Randy Moss, though. He's not no, a guy no. that you can plug and play, I don't think. Very similar. I don't know. He's a super smart guy. But when He's they, an asshole. <laughs> He's just like Randy Moss. When they got Randy Moss, the same things were being said about him. Like, uh, you can't just put him in this offense. Like, yeah, he's a great talent, but he's on the downslide. I mean, that's, that's true. not really yeah, true. People want to bring in the Ocho Cinco compare. Ocho Cinco was way in the back of his fucking career. Listen, I could be 100% wrong. He comes in and he's an all-pro wide receiver still. That's a 100% chance. I just think with the kind of guy he is, he's a scumbag, guys. He is a scumbag. He literally fucked over the Raiders. You can hate, like the Raiders, whatever. It doesn't matter. He fucked them. Listen, part He of made two picks go away, and then he didn't want to play there because he knew they were going to be shit. So he whines and cries, threatens to punch the GM, whatever he can to get away. And then he does. I'm not a I'm not a forgiver, Antonio Brown. For the record, he's a fucking idiot. He's a, he's a dumbass. But the Raiders were consensual, and and they knew you know what you're getting. The guy, the guy oh, skipped the last couple games of the season when they were still they needed to win to go to the playoffs. And he's just like fuck it, I'm not going. He's calling out his his rookie or very young teammate mm-hmm. for fucking the fumble at the end of that game. Like that's fucking that's fucked up. So the guy's an asshole. The Raiders know what they're getting. Um, and there's a very real possibility that Antonio Brown goes to jail because in the state of California, it is illegal to record a phone call without both parties. Yeah, John Gruden was aware of it and gave him permission. Well, he says that now, but we'll see later down the road when he's like, okay, I didn't really know about he, it. He, he probably still wants him to play. So like, there's no way he's coming back to the Raiders. No, no, no. I mean, like at just this in general, moment, play. if he still had the choice, he would say, "Yeah, I'll play him." So he was pretending probably to be cool with it. There's no way you're cool with it. No, no, no way. Fucking Absolutely way. not. What a dumb thing to do for him. Like, obviously, we it's, it's part of the course. He's dumb, but what a dumb thing to do. Did you see where AB hired like a social media like professional to yeah. like try to ask him how to get the release to happen? Yeah, well, he did a good fucking job. I mean, they didn't have to. They could have fucked him over so much more. They should have. I mean, fuck him. I would have. Well, he sat on a podcast. Well, not a podcast, but he talked to a podcast host, like off air, and told him the two places he'd want to play. This is AB speaking. Would be the Chiefs or the Pats. Awesome. I guess Seattle um, was high. They they really wanted him, but obviously the Patriots. I mean, no, no one ever had a doubt in their mind. No. But like before he even got released, everyone's like, "Yeah, he's going to be a Patriot." Everyone knew. So that's the kind of the actually no, one one more final piece on that. If you guys are finished with Navy, I'm good. Jeremiah sent over a funny meme yesterday. He probably sent it to you too. Yep. Um, and it, but it holds true. You know, like AB may not potentially be the most distracting thing the pictures ever dealt with, jokingly. But 
Aaron Hernandez was killing dudes on the bye week. You know what I mean? He was coming there <laughs> high on meth and shit. So they, they've had some problems, and Bill Belichick can, can figure some dudes out. So, um, uh, Dante Pettis had fucking like one catch yesterday. He's supposed to be the number one receiver on the on there. I mean, if you followed the off season, though, that's another you shouldn't have started him. Yeah. If you did well. You know, I this week was rough for me. I mean, if you look at my roster, I don't think there was a better, in hindsight, of course, but there wasn't a better way to go. And the number one receiver on a team that's supposed to have the highest over-under in the week, I mean, it seemed like an easy-peasy pick to me. If I had to pick someone of my lower-level guys. It was a weird week for them, too. I When your defense scores that much, you don't need to, you know. Um, and Diggs and Cooks each had only two catches. I mean, they didn't really do all that well. Yep. I mean, they, they gave you, in PPR, five points, six points ain't going to do it. You know what I mean? Especially someone with that high. You got a lot of, I think Diggs was a keeper. Cooks would have been a first-round pick. Well, here's the thing with Diggs, though. When you're running the ball that well, you don't have to throw it. Well, and he Sorry. was coming into. But yep. Which Diggs he almost is, didn't play, I believe. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Diggs was just another one that I just never have been really sold on. Kirk Cousins threw the ball ten times yesterday. I think that was it. Yeah, but he was like nine for ten. Yeah. I said, um, when you're running the ball that well. With you know two Dalvin Cooks out there, you you don't you don't need to throw the ball. So why would you? That offense is going to be fucking a good. Out. And the defense is terrifying. Yeah, for sure. So did you guys? Did you see completely different subject again? But you see Weddle get fucking gashed. Yeah. I did not see that. He got a cleat to the head or something. Yeah. So uh, it was actually McCaffrey takes a swing pass, and as they're going out of bounds, he tries to hurdle Weddle. And Weddle just stays on the ground, and you're like, what the hell's going on? They come over, take his helmet off. He is bleeding from his forehead. I have no idea how a cleat gets inside the helmet like that to cut him to where he did not return to the game. Only uh, only thing McCaffrey could do, probably. <laughs> okay, do you have any more bad wide receivers? Um, there's plenty more to talk about, but those are the most effective ones, you know, that were tanking people's teams, giving people trouble. Okay, so let me take over, and I'll go to good tight ends. Okay, yeah. All right, I'm just going to run through these fast. Let me just run through the point totals, and then we'll talk about them. Mm -hmm. Delaney Walker, 20 points. Vernon Davis, 13.9. TJ Hawkinson, 22.1. Evan Ingram, 23.1. Austin Hooper, 12.2. David Njoku, 11.7. And Mark Andrews, 20.8. Out of those, anybody that you guys like? Well, Vernon Davis shouldn't be on that list because, yeah, he scored that. That was one play. Yeah. All those points were literally one catch. Yeah, but he still had a good week. That's why I say let's talk about it. Okay. I, I can agree with that, though. But that's the only thing is, like, I wouldn't put him on, like, a weekly going to be good list because that, that I believe that was one catch, right? Just the one for, what was it, 50 yards or something? It was awesome. And it was against my Eagles, but it was awesome. He hurdles a guy, stiff arms another, and then outruns another. It was awesome. So, other than that, and the Andrews thing, yeah, he had a great week, but I, I don't think we can repeat as much on that simply because there's no way you're going to blow out teams like that every week. Well, I don't think he's a 20-point guy, 20-point-a-game uh, guy, obviously, but I think he's a floor of eight. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, 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 I'm, I'm not saying that he's not going to be good. I'm saying I'm not putting him in the top three for the rest of the year. I mean, he's top – Top eight for sure, but top three, I don't think he'll be in that range all the time. I want pieces of that offense. I want him. That's why I'm going to jump on Marquise Brown because I just want pieces of that offense. Honestly, if I had to choose between the two, I think I'd have Andrews before Brown. I agree. 
Yes. Yeah. Um, Vernon Davis actually had four catches still worth. They had four. Well, yeah. all the points came on one. Uh, yeah, all the yards were certainly on yeah. one. Yeah. So. Well, that's the same thing we said about Hollywood, four catches. And, yeah. And you're going to. Well, uh, but receiver, tight end, speed, uh, you know, I feel like in the, Hollywood's catches were early in the game. I mean, that that first touchdown was maybe even on the first drive. So I, I, No, because the first touchdown was Ingram. Okay. Well, first, second drive. Which, it was still while it was a competitive oh. game. That's what makes me excited about him. Sorry, I didn't put Ingram on there either because he had like 20 points for the running backs, which was awesome considering he didn't have to do anything. All right, so I have seven on that list. <clears throat> and I think there's four of them that's going to keep up decent stats. Like Delaney Walker, I think. Delaney Walker, when he is healthy, is a good player. He's, He's smart. a top He's flight a veteran. for sure. He was a He's last not going to score 20 points, though. In our draft, right? He was, he was in the last Would round. Would Jimmy the, get him, I think? I got him in the 15th oh, you got round, him. I believe. Yeah, it was real late. But, no, that's awesome. I I think he's going to be good every week again. I, I agree with you 100%. Hawkinson for the Detroit Lions, I think he's going to be the security blanket. Kind of so. like Mark Andrews for the Ravens. Yeah, I think that is going to – and that's going to hurt Carrion Johnson a little bit, but not that, too bad. That's one of the reasons I'm kind of down on Carrion. I think that he is going to suck into those carries that you thought car- – not the carries, the catches Carrion was going to get. And Evan Ingram, I said he was the last of the four I would have kept. And I stick by that. That offense is strong. And I think he's going to have a good year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I – Stone Shepard's down again with a concussion, I believe. So, <laughs> it's there's fucking one thing to do on the team. is you throw it to fucking – or it's two things. You hand it off or throw it to Saquon, and you throw it to fucking Evan Ingram. It's easy peasy. I mean, that's that guy's going to be strong all season long. There's no way around that. Um. So – yeah, let's um let's jump into quarterbacks on the week over here. Um, everybody probably, and I wish we we should play that little fun little game on the podcast here with the. Um, I got the bad quarterbacks, so if you want to go into that or the good ones, whichever you prefer. Um, I mean, good ones are good ones are fun. I mean, and even score isn't the only thing you're gonna get you into. Like Kyler Murray is is a top. Yeah, twelve yeah. quarterback. I think still he twenty two points. His performance kind of falls more on the bad side for three quarters of the game or whatever. He wasn't all that good. He looked scared to death. He's a rookie's first game. Yeah. Um, if you started Kyler Murray out there though, you're not too upset about it. But that wouldn't might not have been a good play. I don't know. My preferable play. I wouldn't well, suggested it. And he may be in that ballpark all year too, though. I mean, to where he's going to struggle. Maybe he's maybe he's more like Tebow. Okay, he's going to struggle <laughs> for the first half and. He's going to do what he needs to do to keep his team within contention, which is going to mean points. He has much better arm talent than Tebow ever had. Well, I, I'm just the example of Tebow's not going to get you a lot Dude, most Cash, of the game. Cashew was 12 times the quarterback Tebow ever was. <laughs> Easy now. Tebow um, was an amazing fantasy quarterback, by the way. I'm sure. I was before my fantasy time. All those rushing yards. Yeah. So, uh, Dak Prescott finished. I mean, him and Lamar Jackson were pretty neck and neck. But, I mean, Prescott just fucking murdered. Like Dior said earlier, I think he had a perfect passer rating. Perfect passer rating. rating, yeah. He fucking had four touchdowns. No picks. I don't know. He probably didn't even get touched in the pocket. Had, um, you know, 16 rush or sorry. Well, 12 rushing yards. That's not a lot. It, this isn't a knock against him, but again, he Actually, was. I watched that rush. He was playing against another one of those high school defenses. The Giants' defense is awful. They're going to be awful week in and week out. So I, I don't think his numbers stay that high, but I don't, he'll settle down around. 24 points a week, though, probably. I think he can be in there. Uh, Pat Mahomes had like maybe possibly the scare of the week when he oh, comes God. out of that, he comes off the ground limping, everybody's scared to death. 
And Dilworth's like, he's gonna be back. It's, it's nothing. It's nothing. He comes back, finishes him. He's still beast. Just gonna, just a rolled ankle. Yeah. He's gonna be fine. I mean, you can take, you can take two or three pieces. Out of, you can take Cream Hunt and Tyreek Hill out of that offense too. That dude's still gonna be balling. You know what I mean? So, um, they're gonna be fine. They're gonna be fine. He's bringing Sammy Watkins. And they hell, fuck, they might end up with another old veteran next year that's still got little little gas left in the tank. Um. Carson Wentz picked it up in the back end finally in that game. He's showing flashes of he could be another possible MVP contender again, which um, I don't have an opinion on. Makes me happy. So I, uh, you know, it's fun to watch, watch that kind of shit. It was hard to watch because I was playing against him this week, and I still wanted the Eagles to do well. So it was hard. Very um, conflicted. We're watching the games right now, and Deshaun Watson already is in the top ten or so. So I mean, you got to do the baller. He threw a pick earlier. I'm pretty sure he got called back. With, there's another quarter still to go right now. Yeah, so. he's got the ball back in his hands again. I mean, it's um, it's ridiculous. The kid's fucking nasty. But as a Texans fan, I'm worried because he holds onto the ball for so long trying to make a play. Yeah, is that Hyde? I guess. I think it might have been. Yeah, it looks the like Carlos Hyde. Oh, he said, "Feed me, nigga." Oh, oh look at Zeke bleep, bleep here. that out. <laughs> um, Zeke light. Yeah, ew, gross. Which. I know we're not too – we didn't even talk about it, but Zeke did not have a great game. Yeah, he got um, – Like, I don't think he played awful. He had a few – he had, what, seven, eight fantasy – no, I think he ended up getting a touchdown, didn't he? He did all right. He did all right for his first game, you know, first activities really. You can't tell me that dude was really working out. You can't tell me. He but wasn't – He wasn't Zeke's stratosphere that we expect from him, though. Well, he wasn't doing, like, NFL-level – quality work down there in Cabo or whatever. He wasn't doing it. You can't tell me he was. There's no fucking chance. So, I mean, there's plenty of quarterbacks that were good. I mean, um, I think my favorite of the week was, out of a story perspective, was old Cashew, dude. I love that. I love that he came in. He's a rookie, like a sixth-round pick or something. Um, his first drive, I think he threw a touchdown. Well, by the uh, way, Zeke ended up with 12.8, so yeah. pretty respectable, I guess. Had a well, touchdown, 50 yards. Let um, me go. Let me get in here right now. Carlos Hobb, we're talking about him. Right now is – Ten rushes, eighty-three yards, nine points. Yeah, I they didn't bring him in for nothing. People don't love Duke Johnson, even the Texans. They brought him in. Or, well, uh, Duke Johnson also has seven point four right now. Yeah, but what? Probably what? Four Twenty-one catches? rushing yards, and the rest is all catching. Yeah, play four catches. That's I believe two he just caught another pass. It's behind the line of scrimmage, but that's a. He's got four catches, thirty-three yards receiving. So, I, I mean, I'm super low on Duke Johnson. Well, here's the thing too: is if you're high on the Texans, which obviously we know Corey is, they're a yeah. good team this year. Give me a piece. Their I defense would. is good, which means their offense is going to have the ball more. I was prepared to do a lot more to get Hopkins because I want in on this. I mean, they they they're trying their best. They want to be they want to be relevant right now. They went out there and they sold their fucking next two was it two first round picks? They sold out for that offense for a tonsil and stills. Stills. I forgot Stills is even out there. What's he doing? Two firsts, a second, and maybe some other stuff. To the man with the best lungs in the NFL. <laughs> According to Pat McAfee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't it, take a gas mask bong to any, the head like that without even coughing. Um, so who was the uh the fucking turd quarterbacks in your opinion? Oh Mr. My Daniel God. Jameis Winston, six point three points. That poor bastard. Two pick sixes. He probably got sacked 800 times. Just a rough game all around. I'm sorry if you had a Tampa Bay player this week. I had Godwin, and I wasn't mad. He was in my flex. You know who had more points than Jameis Winston yesterday as a quarterback? Um, everybody. But one particular name? 
Mitch Trubisky. Corey's got it. Robert Griffin the third. That's correct, sir. Wait, how many did Robert have? Six point nine. Oh, Jameis had six three. Yeah. You know so. who Jameis had more than one quarterback on the on the week? Yeah, Cam Newton. Cam four point eight. Newton. He's next on my list. Even yeah. Nick Foles broke his collarbone at more points than that. <laughs> they fuck out. And of then here, dude. again, another starting quarterback that didn't crack ten. Po- well, I got several that didn't crack ten points. Mitch Trubisky eight point one. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger less than ten. My boy Baker. Oh, it was a rough day with three picks. Take those three picks away, he had 15 points. Not too shabby, right? No, he, those three picks hurt. Jared Goff, less than 10 points. And then, we, which, not on the shitty side, but I wanted to talk about Dak Prescott a little bit. I know we talked about him a little bit already, but I had him on my list here of guys I wanted to talk about because I was, I was surprised by him. Not super surprised, but I was definitely surprised with how well it Randall Cobb was definitely an upgrade over Beasley, so that helps him a lot. So people are going to overreact to that, and they're going to go after him. I mean, maybe not in the, the quarterback position, but if he's a, on the waiver wire, people are going to scoop him up. He's not going to continue that. He just needs to hope the old Jerry writes his check right now. Well, and that's why I was saying that. he won't stay up there, but he'll definitely settle into that twenty-two to twenty-four a week type of guy, and I think that's that's good to have if you I can think have that. that. On the high end. I said, I think 22 to 24 is where you can expect him to be every week because of his rushing yards, too. He had several designed runs the other day. So, I mean, I I think he's always going to have you in that range of, okay, let's back it up then at 18 to 24. I know that's kind of a big gap, but I think 18 is kind of like a floor for a guy like that in an offense like that. That offense is so good. You want to get pieces of that pie, too, if you can. Maybe yeah, like I said, I I'm rooting for the, those guys earlier. Another interesting of note here, um, Taysom Hill has the potential to overpass Jared Goff in fantasy points. He's only point eight behind him. Yeah, it's because Taysom Hill runs the ball. He, he returns punts. Yeah, he's dude. Taysom Hill. People think about him right now as he's this gadget player. Well, after this year, when Drew Brees retires, Taysom Hill will step in and be the starter and be a top-flight starter, in my opinion, next year. I love Taysom Hill. I was reading interesting stats about him the other day. He, in each four of his years in college, he had a season-ending injury. Yeah. In each four years years in college. That's terrible. Yeah. And he's possibly the best athlete on the field anytime he's on the field. He's a beast. They they know how to use him. Sean Payton, man. Yeah, so that's kind of what we got, guys. I mean, we're we're, – gonna go more into it we, we we won't do monday podcasts a lot but we didn't get a thursday one in. we had so much fun news to talk about but yeah life happens we had a lot happens. of trades we wanted to talk about but i think we got to most of them today so um yeah let's talk injuries <sighs> obviously tyree kill what do you guys think i mean no, no one obviously knows but they were they were considering putting him on the ir i read earlier this morning and they're probably not going to do that well what i was reading today is that <laughs> Like they said, he's week to week because when it, the news is first coming out, he's in the hospital and they have to do a procedure. Then it turns out it, it's his collarbone. He did something to his collarbone. I have no idea. We're just going to have to wait and see on him, which hurts. If if I was the coach or GM or whoever, the doctor, I would keep him out. As long as you can. Eight weeks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you're still going to win probably five of those games. At least, yeah. 
Keep him for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Or play which, at the very least play him sparingly. When which, you, you know, that, that hurts me, of course. But Fuck you, in, so in reality, to the player problem. himself and the team, I'd do the same thing. Um, <laughs> Baker Mayfield got hurt. Yeah, he was in a little softy, rappy kind of thing afterwards. Everybody knows about Foles. That kind of breaks mark because they were looking all right. That game had potential to be a fun fucking game. Which he's having. he was supposed to have surgery today. That's how bad, uh-huh. I guess, his collarbone was. So so. He's, he's more past the – did he go IR? I don't think they put him on the IR yet, but they already traded for another quarterback. So yeah, well, it doesn't bode well for him. Sure. I mean, I think they only gave up like a fifth-round pick for it, but still. We don't really know the whole everything about mixing – um, I think everybody's going to miss for sure, though. So fire up your Giovanni Bernard. Ooh, baby. Um, Tevin Coleman, that, that's a fun situation. And McKinnon's out, too, right? So at least yeah, McKinnon's Brita. on IR, right? I think at least, yeah. So at least Brita. They have to sign someone, right? Or pull someone up from the practice squad? Something? Who's their fourth guy? They have to have a fourth guy. I don't know. But get your Brita cooking. That motherfucker, I think through the first four games last season, was the number one RB, I think. So... He's proven he can do it. He he doesn't have much consistency, but um, Darius Geis is another good name out there too. They got um. Well, I guess his uh, I guess it was his good knee. Yeah. That yeah. that was hurt, but the MRI I guess came back negative. So now he doesn't. He should one. be okay. And Adrian Peterson was a healthy scratch last week. So when he gets that ball, he is gonna be pissed. Yeah. He is gonna run as hard as he can. I don't yeah. know that he's going to get the ball. Though. I think he will. I think he comes in and he start, or at least gets close to 50% of the share. I think they – I don't know what it is. They just – there's no excuse to completely healthy scratch him yesterday other than to slap him in the face. So I wonder if he's more of a, hey, we're going to – was it Christian Thompson, right? Was Chris, it Christian? Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson. There we go. Sorry. Chris Thompson. I think he's the guy to fire up for that offense. I, I think he's going to get the share of – the rushing, and he already gets the lion's share of the receiving, so he Pen- could be a good play. Pending any news, he'll absolutely be in my starting lineup. Probably his Marby too. Yep. Um. Yeah, the Adrian Peterson thing's weird to me, man. I don't know. There's a whole lot of shit we don't see as fans. It's hard to tell. Well, he probably called old GM a cracker and punted the ball too, for all we know. <laughs> well, I read a report that Jay Gruden didn't want to keep RG, not RG three, Adrian Peterson wanted to drop him and keep Doxson. But the GM overruled him, so I wonder if it was a coach's scratch just despite the GM. Well, coach's scratch, whatever it may be, I think it's going to be like a not quite a year-long thing. But unless they get in dire straits, I don't see them giving him a whole lot of carries, even if he's the only, you know lead back that they could have but that was before the guy stuff i mean if if they're smart they're gonna chill with guys so they they want to win games they looked very good yesterday so they want to go out there and win games um they're i I think they play him i think he does trouble on my chris thompson and it makes me upset i think if you picked him up and you can play him in your second flex you might be all right you might get eight waiver wire yeah i'm not gonna do it because i don't have enough room on my bench i'm not willing to do it but if I traded a two for one, something like that, make some room. There you go. Um, yeah. Anybody else? <laughs> Miami Dolphins defense. The Miami Dolphins period are fucking trash. Dude, everybody on their team after the game was like calling agents, trying to get traded away. Yeah. They they will be signing people off the streets here within the next couple of weeks, in my opinion. They're like the fucking Marlins a couple of years ago. They just don't care. They're fire sailing. What well, the number one pick isn't going to fix this? They're looking for that that Tua. 
I like it. I don't know. I just have to say, we really need to get rid of defense because we just did a whole show and didn't bring up defense at all. Oh, I brought up the defense. The number one scoring defense. Well, and I I briefly mentioned my own personal defense, and he was talking about defense in in his situation. But I was saying the same thing yesterday. There were so many defenses with potential. As far as you look at the matchups and you see um, who's going to be – who who's going to be a good defense to play? And they were all wrong. They were all wrong. I mean, like you can't tell me a better defense to play with with the schedule that, that the Cowboys have. I mean, you probably can. Uh, the Bears, Ravens, good plays, blah blah blah. But that that schedule, you would have any smart person would have played. I drafted them. Any smart person would have played those guys, and they fucking had negative one points yesterday. Well, and this goes back to the whole. It's been a week, guys. There's going to be those anomalies in all the different scoring areas. So, I mean, I, mean, no, the, I try not to worry too much. There's going to be those teams where you always are, if you're streaming defense, you're going to you're gonna hunt down your fucking Dolphins. And I thought the Giants were one of those, maybe not so much. Um, you're going to hunt those dudes down. Yeah. But that doesn't always work out right. Because you never know, and then they go off for 40 points against like you. Like yesterday, if you would have told me that Andrew Luck was going to retire – <laughs> um, you would probably think to play. I'm going to play the Chargers defense. Yeah, I sure did, and they had one point. They had one fucking point. You know what I mean? If Which you, and they won that game. The, the Chargers did. won that game. Oh, Chargers did, yeah. And if it, you tell me, depending on you guys' approaches, I I like looking at the over under on games because Vegas is not usually wrong. Vegas is not in the business of losing money. Highest over under on the on the seat on the the day week was the Tampa Bay game. That's why I keep talking about it. Yep. Turns out the best defensive play was the was the yeah. Niners. Like, just there's no rhyme or reason to where I hate it. Um, looking through the list now because Corey had me interested. Um, it went Niners, Titans, Jets. <laughs> I mean, like that's crazy. Then you get the Vikings and the Ravens, so good. And all of those things screwed me. Yeah, because you know the Packers, Niners just <sighs> Packers were right there. I I think Packers are gonna have a dope defense this year. I think that's part of why that game was so shitty. They put a lot of money into it this offseason, so yeah. it makes sense. I think. Kind of chill on your Trubisky hate. Maybe chill on your David Montgomery hate. That's more of a coaching strategy that I'm not really all the way agreeing with. Well, and that's why also I don't I don't know you can worry or even be so high on the Packers defense. Yeah, you can be a little high on it, but they played a bad offense. Trubisky is not that good. He's never going to be that good. He'll always be middle of the pack at best. And, you know, so I – Temper yourself on the Packers defense. Don't get too high. Yeah. I'm looking at the Jacksonville defense scored. Guess what their score was? Three. Okay, so we're getting ready to wrap it Negative up here. Eight. Wow, so, is that bad? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Let's each pick one player that is on the waiver wire that you would pick up if you had the number one priority. Well, I do have it. I think I'm going John Ross. But, again, that's particular to my team with – Tyreek Hill going down. If Tyreek Hill doesn't go down, I would probably just keep my my number one claim this week and see what happens. But with Hill being out for several weeks, and Ross isn't that bad looking either of a pickup. Jacob, you? Um, I actually have three that I would love, and this is no particular order, and I don't want to give up. Actually, I'm not going to say because the weaver wire is going to happen. I'm going to give up my strategy. We'll talk about this Thursday. Uh, my number one, I think, is going to be um, – I don't know, dude. I really am interested in Malcolm Brown. I need, personally, I need a running back. We maybe figured out who the run, who the backup to Gurley is, which is a fucking 
golden egg of a player. I still think it's Henderson. Deal with those two. I said the same thing. It, they, he'll just leapfrog him, and Malcolm Brown will stay in the same position he's in if Gurley goes down, of course. Malcolm Brown will be there backing up either Gurley or Henderson, in my opinion. Yep. I don't think he's ever going to be the main one. Even though he vultured touchdowns and got like just as many carries, I still think Henderson's the better value in the long run. But I could be wrong. Like Look at my, look at my week right now. Well, who it's knows? just a... It's just like a hunch. You Maybe know? Malcolm Brown becomes that Mark Ingram to Alvin Kamara now, though. Yeah. Maybe to where both of them are viable plays every week. You don't know. But the, the reason I wouldn't all the way go Hollywood Brown, but part of the reason I would is I'm scared of you're missing out on a maybe a fucking a badass talent. Well, here's the thing, too, is everyone talks about his speed, Brown, right? Hollywood Brown. But if anyone watched the games and you saw those touchdowns, he was getting run down every time he well, scored. One of those, after you said that, I looked at it again, and then they showed it all night again and again and again. The one ball was kind of underthrown, so we had to kind of slow down to get it. So it took him a while. The defender was full speed the whole time, so that might play well, into it a little here's bit. Here's my point, though. It's like the, the one where he actually cut back across the field. If he had run in a straight line, the guy was directly behind him. So in theory, if he's faster, he's going to outrun him. He was getting run down. He doesn't change direction. He doesn't score right there. So you said you had three, and you who else do you have? I'm not saying the number two, um, but yeah, it it would probably go uh, Brown and then the other Brown, um, wide receiver Brown and then running back Brown, because I just I'm too scared of missing out on him if he's I drafted him, so you know that my love for him is already there, but I just I'm worried that he's going to be someone who's going to be in the top ten in running backs for the next seven years that I have opportunity to grab him. Yeah. I had the opportunity to grab him, and I didn't do it. Like, I, I can't live with that. You guys don't see that as a possibility? I don't think so. On top of the fact that he is so small, like so small, he makes John Ross look like a big man. He's 165, 175 pounds. He's so little. And there were a couple times, if you watched, when he got hit, he came up a little slow, and that was the first week. I think he's going to be a guy, sure, he'll have good games, but he's not quite – Will Fuller, where he's been hurt a lot. I, th- I think he's going to be in that same ballpark, though, where he will get hurt. Who's faster, him or Will Fuller? Ooh. Will Fuller, I think, when he's healthy. I think Will Fuller. Two of those dreadlocks are holding him back a little bit. You shave them shits off, you might be all right. But um, that's the first down. Yeah. That's to my boy DeAndre. He's just going to yeah, get me with I like ball. Will Fuller over Hollywood Brown. Hopkins Absolutely. is so good. I'm so glad I got him. Okay, then here's the thing. If you think that Will Fuller is better than Hollywood, Will Fuller is clearly not a generational player. How is Hollywood going to be? Will Fuller right now is better than Hollywood was yesterday. But Will Fuller has been in the league through his third or fourth year? Fourth, I believe. Been but if, yeah. if Will Fuller was healthy with Hopkins, for if he's held with Hopkins for a full season, he is going to be easily a wide receiver one. Mm, yeah, a low one, high two for sure. He catches TDs all day. Especially in our league with all it those flashes. It averages out. Every game he's played with Hop Watson yeah. is a touchdown. Yeah. But, again, uh, you never know. Because, again, how much has he been hurt? I don't think he's injury prone. I think he is unlucky. And there's a real difference there. Well, you can say the same thing about Carson Wentz. Just yeah, bad yeah. luck. But I everyone – Again, maybe, maybe you're right. But, again, Will Fuller's not a big guy. 
So maybe those injuries are warranted. He's if he's getting as much volume, you know, maybe but, he's gonna get hurt more. Like his ACL was a non-contact. Yeah, you can't you can't predict that kind of okay, stuff. Okay, here are here are my players that I like. I like T.J. Hawkinson, the tight end for the Lions. Mm-hmm. Just are you gonna grab tar- him? I already have two tight ends. Yeah, it doesn't. The targets are well. there though. And I'm, another player, also a Lions player, Danny Amendola. Uh, PPR monster when healthy. He is injury prone, even mm. though he's had probably the most unlucky injury I've ever seen in my life. When he broke his collarbone, he almost died on the field. He's like 87 years I old. I don't too. recall that actually. That they said something horrendous. like if it moved like it just a little bit, it would have punctured his heart. Yeah, motherfucker, that's not good. That was yeah. back when he was on the Rams. He was killing it that year in fantasy. Loved yeah. it. That was way back before the Patriots, because he's probably in his 10th or 11th season by now. I mean. Been around I, forever. I guess I will say, since this won't be out until I'll make sure it doesn't come out after the waivers, but um, I was thinking about swapping out my backup tight end for Hawkinson. You have the number three position. I'm not taking it. Yeah, no, not, not with the first. That's why I don't want to say nothing because I would hope that I, that he would clear waivers. I have first, but I don't. Yeah. I um. I yeah, only have one tight end right now. Which... I wouldn't take it with my priority. I would hope he clears waivers. So you're, you're high on Hawkinson as well? Um, Just I'd like to have a second tight end. Because tight end such a volatile position. I offered you Delaney Walker today. Did you? I believe I sent that trade. I don't. I, didn't I worry that. about that myself. I only have one tight end right now. I don't want to see what you sent me. I've, I've thought about dropping one of these wide receivers no, and picking that. up a second tight end, but I don't think you. I don't think you'll like this trade I sent though. I'll tell you right now. Somebody can laugh at me. I said Mike Evans and Delaney Walker for Hopkins. Oh. Yeah, I might have to ask you to leave. I don't hate it though. I hate it. Mike Evans said. One catch this week. Yeah, but that's an anomaly. That's not the yeah. His mean. quarterback is Jameis and Winston. Jameis Crabbeg's Winston. Right yeah, I uh, I, yeah, and our our fucking TV is not playing. I'm sorry, guys. Fucking Robert Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's my hope is I I could get a second tight end. Yeah, and I'm still kind of not sure what I was doing my priority because I need a running back like a beast and if Malcolm, but I don't think Malcolm Brown's going to be a starter year in. Or, you know, weekly, but with right. the double flex, I think he, like I said, he could become the Mark Ingram to Alvin Kamara. The way they play, the way they coach, he could be on the bench and it could be the other. It could be player. Henderson, yeah. Yeah, getting vulture and touchdowns. Uh, he's going to, Gurley's like the NFL's, hopefully, this is my pipe dream, but he's going to be like Mariano Rivera. Just come in the fucking second half and just fucking close games. You can't stop him. Fresh legs, Todd Gurley, they're playing inner Sandman. Here he comes. How dare you? Dude, I'm telling refer. you. Refer. To Todd Gurley in the same sentence as Mariano Rivera. Are you kidding me? They, Todd How Gurley, dare you? Todd Gurley is so much better than Mariano Rivera. <sighs> just in general. What the fuck is wrong with you? Listen, you can leave now. Put Gurley on the fucking Patriots and see how many fucking rings that Gurley's gonna get. I'm just. It's not gonna get bro. any because his knee's not gonna hold up. Mariano Rivera. Difference is the major league re- leader in saves. Fuck, I don't give a fuck. Based on the greatest pitch. closer yes. to ever play. I'm not saying that he's better. Gurley's not better at his sport than Mar- Mariano is at his sport. I'm not, I never said that once. I'm saying I compared him because he's the best closer in uh, ever. Except Gurley's not a closer. But he could be. That's what I said. It's my pipe dream. Imagine if you could run those two dudes and they, you proved one was good enough yesterday. Brown in the second half, you just bring an old boy to fucking finish But here's game. the thing is Gurley had a good game as a throughout-the-game guy and then just got vultured. He could have had a great game yesterday, and, he again, he just got pulled out at the end, at the red zone. If Gurley was the only running back of any significance there, we, we, we wouldn't be pissed off at his 10-point game. We wouldn't be mad. No, you wouldn't be mad at all. 
Okay. Um, I know a couple podcasts ago, you told everyone, hey, this is how you need to play. If you have a good player, but you have a shitty team, you need to try to piece them out like you did with Raymar. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any advice to give anyone? I was going to try to jump on Zeke Elliott from Chenoweth. But then Chenoweth comes out with the win versus the past champion, so I lost my opportunity probably. I was going to be able to hit him with the same kind of thing like Luke Raymar did. and But this week it worked out for Raymar, for Raymar very well. But you you got to make moves like that. Now, Raymar's team actually doesn't look all that bad. I don't think he's sustainable. He'll be out of the out of the loser bracket this year, I'd say. I'd say he should be. At the very least, one of those two wild card spots. Yeah, certainly. Maybe four. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, you look at, at, at teams that are bad with one good player, um, one, one named player, of course. Um, Mine. <laughs> that Yeah, no, I I think if I was Chenoweth, I would dump off Zeke for sure. I'm telling you, Chenoweth's team doesn't look that bad either. Like, as a whole. Um, they They weren't bad. And plus, like I said, Zeke, oh, like you guys said earlier, Zeke really wasn't super impressive yesterday. But that's good for him. He's not impressive, and he's coming back from Cabo. Well, maybe, but Zeke's but yeah, still I mean, name. Cohen's always going to be a, a PPR guy. Cohen's like your second flex kind Carson of Carson Wentz, he's always going to be there in the top. Alshon Jeffrey's a little hit or miss, I think, but Julian Edelman's a great play. I don't think Julian Edelman's a great play when Brown comes around. No, I think I don't think it's going to be a problem. But you know, and he he's got a decent bench too. So you, he's got Kyler Murray on his bench. You brought that up, Corey. You must have had someone in mind. No, just. Are are like, you talking about me? You trying no, to get me to peace out, McCaffrey? No, no, no. <laughs> like this is the the things I want to tell people. It's the first week. Don't panic. No, I'm. I yes, yeah, what I started off with by saying was it's week one, it's gonna be all right. It's gonna be all right. I mean, I'm upset. I already lost my my undefeated yep. streak. You know, hurts what I mean? a little bit. Last year, I think I was undefeated for like ten games or some shit like that. I was really excited about it. I don't get to talk shit. And another one is, don't be scared to be active. Make trades. Be on the waiver wire. The worst thing that happens is, is you make a mistake, but you can always come back from one mistake. I made some bad trades. I I'm I would be willing to bet money. I've made the most trades probably in the in the in the time we've had a league. I'd say I, I made a fuck ton of probably. trades. Probably it's either me or you. I've made a fuck ton of bad trades. It's definitely either me or you. Yeah, I traded away. La- Snyder reminded me of this last year. I had Amari Cooper, and I traded Amari Cooper away for. Do you guys remember a bag of Skittles? No, but do you remember who you got Amari Cooper from originally? I've had Amari Cooper two or three times, but the first time you got him, I don't recall. Traded me. Yeah. Oh, I believe right. it was Amari Cooper and in Lynch no, for no. Lev Bell and someone else. Uh, and then I traded you back Lev Bell. By the way, we didn't talk about Levy and Bell today. He had like 20 points yesterday. Yeah, he wasn't very efficient. It upset me a little bit. But Offensive still, line look 20 good. points feels pretty good. He had a lot of time on Montgomery. Did you hear Gase came out today? You probably didn't because you don't Weren't care. Weren't you in charge of good running backs over there, Dilworth? Yeah, but 20 points. He didn't even. He had less points than everyone I named except for Gurley. And that's eight players? Head coach of the New York Football Jets came out and said today, they asked him about why Tom Montgomery got the usage, and he said something to the effect of, I'm the head coach. It's pretty cool I get to make decisions like that. (laughs) 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 So who knows what's going to happen there. The offense didn't look good at all yesterday. Uh, Bill's defense is going to be good. They were good last year. We shouldn't have gave up that last fucking touchdown to John Brown. Hey, John Brown, 
123 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, they were. I think 80 of them were on one fucking pass. That's probably not accurate. <laughs> but like 50, 60 were on one. Yeah. Um, Still. Uh, CJ Mosley got an MRI today. That bums me out a little bit. I didn't know. He had a hell of a game yesterday for the defense. He so. should be on the ultimate team this week, I would imagine. <laughs> um, for all you Madden fans out there. I picked up about four or five of his power-up cards yesterday. <laughs> um, boom, boom. That's what we got. I don't think I have anything else to bring up. Do you guys have anything else to bring up? Um, I don't think so. Uh, um, I'm good. I would like to be able to watch the end of this Saints game right now. but well, One more sorry. thing is, I mean, this is honestly, when it comes down to it, just a game. Don't let your fantasy uh, scores impact your family life. Like, <laughs> don't be that asshole. I beat my kid last night after I was going down. It's true. I saw something, it. It was awful. Something breaking is going on right now, and I can't find it. What are you talking about? Anyways, ESPN is switching away from ESPN is switching away from the new down and distance graphic it debuted in the first half of Monday Night Football. Yeah, how about the angles that they kept using yesterday? I know that doesn't really impact fantasy football, but it was super weird. I'm, yeah, I just wanted to point that. Oh, out. Wow. I hated it. Like there were several where it was like, I think he's gonna get past the line of scrimmage. Next thing you know, he's 25 yards downfield, and it's just because these weird angles they were shooting from. But yeah. Again, no impact on this, but also Schefter just tweeted as well. Um, one of the most popular jerseys in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome tonight are referees' jerseys. <laughs> 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 that's fucking funny. You gotta love that. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I've said this five times probably, but. That's what we got, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We're just over an hour and eight minutes here, so that's kind of cool. Um, this will probably come out tonight. I imagine we're going to drop it in, so that's cool. Hope no one steals my hawk. Well, it doesn't matter. Ah, fuck it. I don't want to be that guy. Um, yeah, Chris, I'm going to send you some Zeke Elliott trades, bud. I know you probably don't listen, but get on it. All right, guys, be good. Have a good night. Hope you enjoyed. We out. <laughs>